honestly, I remember watching your streams like back in the day, <laughs> and uh, it's funny. Like sometimes it'd be like, oh, Justin's uh, 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 streaming, and I'll like click on. And you're already like immediately yelling, yeah, like fucking pissed off about something. And I'm like, maybe I'll come back later. No, and, and then I'll come back an hour later, and then you're just like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I don't know why. I'm, why, why am I wasting my time? No one's watching. And then you just, yep. and, and then the then stream would end. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was angry because I was poor. Uh, it's uh, the thing about it is like, I know now that I've been doing this for about like a year and a half. Yeah. Even though technically I haven't really been doing this consistently um, since like what since like the summertime because mm-hmm. I think we started up in like August whenever I me and my uh, cousin Joe decided to do this like consistently yeah because before it was a lot of on and off I was still figuring out like what exactly the show was gonna be mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure out whether I wanted to stick with the name the whole concept of it because you know. I didn't really know, but like, dude, content creation is always a pain in the fucking ass because you're always just like, you get so in your head about everything. Yeah. You get, uh, but I think that's true about any type of things. I mean, I was the same way when we used to fucking like be musicians and shit back, like back in the early days. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, you, you build up a lot of, um, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, are we even like capable of like performing? Are we even capable of like getting a booking, like a show? And the thing is, no, you are. It's just you're in your head about shit. Yeah. And maybe you're not up to a level that you want to be, but it doesn't mean that you can't get there. Yeah. It's just a matter of like putting in the time and the effort, which I mean, honestly, we could have been a lot better as a fucking band if we did take it a little bit more serious. But I mean, we're in fucking high school. Half the time, you just don't care. You just care about, like, getting high and getting your dick sucked. And that's all you... After that, you're just like, what else is... what? I don't care about life. That's high school, baby. That is life. (laughs) It's doing drugs and getting your dick sucked. I don't think it gets better than that. (laughs) You're right. And occasionally a grilled cheese. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, welcome to another episode of The Night Funk. Uh, I'm back here in the Night Funk studio. If you want to call this a studio. Honestly, uh... Even though majority of the time we're not always recording in here, but anyways, my uh, my co my normal co-host Jose is out this week. He's on vacation. He needed to take a break. He was having a bit of a mental lapse. He was just like, "Why, why can't I? I can't do this right now. I'm just too goddamn diabetic." So he's like, <laughs> so he decided to take a break. He's gonna get mad when he hears yeah, this. <laughs> no, no, sending him love wherever the fuck he is. I think he's in Texas right now, um, visiting some family, but. Uh, today I'm joined with an old friend of mine, Justin, and um, I invited him on to the podcast because he is somebody who I wanted to discuss something about because he's got a really unique perspective, and I feel like a lot of people should hear like his experience because you're one of the few people who I know. Of, there's only one other person I know who's like you, but you grew up in my neighborhood, which is majority Hispanic. Yeah. So you were one of two white dudes that lived in an all Hispanic neighborhood. Three. Well, ten, yeah, I guess your brother would count. No, no, no. Fa- families, three. There were three white families there. Three white and families. And then there were a couple that were in and out, but they never stayed for more than a year. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point there was also a black family there for a little while. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Martin and Marissa. Yeah, yeah. We used to hang out with them. Yeah, don't say their names on them. <laughs> <laughs> their last names are. <laughs> I don't know. Their don't, address. <laughs> no, but um, I always found it interesting, like what it would be like to grow up in a community that is nothing nothing like your family is you know like you're a part you're a part of a community that your traditions and your customs are completely different but you immersed yourself in them mm-hmm. because as long as i remember living in a neighborhood you were always hanging out with everybody you had a group of friends whether they were equally inclined for your taste of music or sports or whatever the fuck it was you were doing and um Honestly, during that time, I didn't really know you that well. I knew of you because mm-hmm. you lived literally like up the road from me. Two houses was, up. Yeah, like two houses up. And I occasionally went to your house, you know, whenever I was trying to, you know, partake in illegal activities. Because <laughs> that your house apparently was the fucking meeting ground for half of that shit. Yeah. Which I always thought was hysterical because I would just show up and then like half the neighborhoods in the house... And they're just all fucking chilling, and your parents were just like whatever about it, um, and um, I don't know. Like, I was always curious, like what your perspective was, and like growing up in that neighborhood, because I'm sure at one point in time, you probably questioned whether you identified more with, I guess, how your family chose to identify, or if you identified with the neighborhood as well. Yeah. Um, I definitely identified more with the, the community that I was actively a part of, which at that time was a Hispanic community, specifically Mexican. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, cause I remember like you were always a part of like every bit of shenanigans that went on in, in that neighborhood. Yeah. Because I mean, if people were doing shit, you were usually there. And I mean, you dated a bunch of different girls that lived in that neighborhood or, you know, you, you know, you never like, it's, it's funny because like going to the school that we went to, right. Majority of the people there are white, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you have like a, uh, I guess the biggest second uh, group minority wise would be, um, the Hispanics, and then there was a few black people, a few Asian people. Which like the ratio of Hispanic to white people was very small. Yeah. Like, still. I would say that like I would say like a I would say fourth. Tops, there was thirty Hispanic yeah. people in high school at any given time. Yeah. In a class of like I think my class was my graduating class was like 300 350 something yeah like as opposed to some of the other schools because i know there's some schools within this county that are majority like minority because obviously like the closer you go into the inner city the more you have a bigger black and hispanic communities yeah and then they're basically half and half with the white kids mm-hmm. but uh, the school that we went specifically was majority of it was white and then it was, but also the whites were split up by like demographics as well. Cause you know, you had your poor whites, you had your rich whites and you had your in between like middle-class whites. Right. Yeah. And then majority of all the Hispanics were lower class to like working class, you know? Yeah. I could tell you the names of all of the 
Hispanic people that did not live in the trailer park. Yeah. They were, they were that few. They're very easy to remember. Yeah, I remember a few of them as well. And uh, and then from there, like, I mean, we had, like, the least amount of, like, black people, like, in the in, in, in the, at that school, which kind of sucked because black people were awesome. I wish there was more. I wish I grew up with more. Because, I mean, I, like, some of, like, some of my... Uh, Fondest memories hanging out with black people, like, yeah. dude. They're so fucking fun. They're yeah. so fun. They're the funnest. They're like, you know, you're uh, like hanging out with another culture that is rich in their own culture is always fucking a fun thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, not to say that I didn't enjoy hanging out with white people, but sometimes, you know, some some group of white people don't know how to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, not every like southern group of white people is like extremely racist i've had a oh. lot of fucking fun of with people who just didn't give a fuck you know yeah it's funny like you know we had an old friend who i don't want to mention his name just for the sake of you know keeping his identity concealed you know but you know um we'll just call him the hoss uh he fucking was an awesome fucking dude to hang out with but he like you would assume as soon as you see him it's like oh this guy's fucking racist like you like dirty trashy beard the way he talks but no he was always hooking up with latina girls like that's basically what he did i mean i'm sure now it's probably different because he's probably like you know growing into he's he's a lot more like i was there hanging out with him constantly like when we were in a band together he was not like that at all (laughs) whatsoever and then i don't know what happened he just slowly transitioned into i think he just got into he started a- dipping and it changed everything <laughs> <laughs> one day he just woke up dressed in like a fucking ghillie suit and it's like i guess i'm hunting yeah <laughs> <laughs> come get my guns government yeah <laughs> uh, those are the one those are the fucking whites you got to watch out for the yeah I'm, come I'm, get my guns one i'm related to some of them you're related to several of them yeah i mean it's not there's nothing wrong with that like subculture of people it's just whether or not like it's more of how they carry themselves some people are more responsible than others and some people are very very like like you know have their heels dug into like their belief systems you know one of the things i've always hated growing up was getting into arguments with people of a certain like white demographic that wanted to have their opinions about immigration but they didn't have a single like realistic bit of knowledge on how immigration actually works and why oh, people yeah. like migrate to the US cuz you know they're always fed this propaganda of like oh they're just here to fucking steal our jobs and this yeah. and that but the truth is is like no it's more complicated than that no, it, one of the biggest like uh the, one of the most oxymoronic things Mm -hmm. that i ever hear from white people like super conservative white people is like they'll talk shit about like mexican immigrants and be like they come here they don't pay taxes they can afford to get this dang jacked up truck and i'm still driving this shitty (laughs) s10 my uncle touched me in when i was 12 (laughs) (laughs) but then they'll turn around and be like they should come here the right way like what are they doing here like like they're mad that my 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 whole thing is like they want Mexican immigrants to pay taxes. Yeah. You need a social security number to do that. No you don't. Well, technically you don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I know you can get a tax ID. You can get a tax ID, but sometimes the thing is, like, if you look at the statistics, a lot of undocumented immigrants pay, pay taxes. Yeah. Because most of them are working under someone else's Social Security, and they're not collecting income taxes. Yeah. So all that money is going straight to the government. And a lot of times there's other methods to work in the United States without being, like, a legal citizen or resident. Yeah. And you also pay taxes. But people don't know that. Yeah. And when you tell them, they're like, that's bullshit. That's not what I've heard. I'm like, well, you're getting all your information well, from Fox you, News. Like, who gives a shit what you fucking heard? You're white. It doesn't matter to you. Like, it, <laughs> of course I'm going to know more about it, motherfucker. It's funny like, seeing you. You're, you're, you're the complete contrast. Interesting. Which you're just like, I love immigrants. Without immigrants, I wouldn't get laid. Like, no shit, dude. <laughs> I, the ratio of Hispanic women to white women that I've slept with is very large. <laughs> I see you all the time at Home Depot. Hey, girl, you want papers? Yeah, dude. I'd be out there trying to do the Lord work <laughs> i'm just i'm helping you <laughs> you scratch my cock i scratch yours uh no but um so yeah there there's a lot more to to like there's a lot more fine print to what i'm saying yeah but like if you would just lean towards like let's make it easier for immigrants to become citizens like make it easier for them to be able to work here you solve your own fucking dilemma because yeah. now they're paying fucking taxes yeah like it's it's never ever ever about like do the right thing you just it's tribalism white people have no culture so they have to fucking make it up by being mad at other people with culture well the thing is is I remember I saw this like video, like a uh, recently, I think it was like, a TikTok video where they're talking about like white Americans. No, they're no. they're talking about um like Americans or white Americans like to like act as if culture is weird, because the truth is they are more ashamed of their own culture for not being as interesting. So a lot of times they'll consider other um other cultures you know, like quote unquote exotic and different yeah. when it's just like, no, we just upfront with like what we like. Cause technically white people do have culture. Cause white people have backgrounds, like English backgrounds, Irish backgrounds, you know, German, French, whatever, you know, yeah. like there is culture from those countries, but American whites don't always connect to their, like their foreign roots. Well, our, our like, I don't know if ethnic background is the right word to use, but like for white Americans, their ethnic background is lost mm -hmm. um, like generationally because it's all jumbled up. Well, yeah. I mean, it's such a mixture of different cultures. Like which one are you supposed to fucking, <laughs> if, if, if white people celebrated every culture they had, <laughs> they'd be three, 365 days of fucking a new thing. Yeah. It's to, like whenever you meet a white guy, that's all about the fucking Irish and be like, Oh, you're, you have like authentic Irish blood. And he's like, I mean, I got red hair. That's close enough. Ain't it? Like, I, I guess, <laughs> hey, you're I really mean, fishing. For I mean, you know, there's Mex you know, there's Mexicans with red hair and he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I'm Mexican too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to drink tequila and other shit now. <laughs> so you're saying I'm Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I already forgot what I was saying. That's your train of thought. Yeah. It's going to happen a lot. Yeah. But trust me, we'll, we'll keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I officially ran out of medicine yesterday, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, um, what medicine? Metadate. Metadate? What it's the fuck is that? It's a generic Ritalin. Oh, they have you. I thought they had you on Adderall. 
I was on Adderall and it worked like astronomically better for me mentally, but I was only sleeping every three days. Mm. Actually, that's a really good conversation I thought about uh, bringing up too. Because the thing is, you are one of the other people I know who probably suffer from the same level of like ADHD that I do. Like functional ADHD. It's yeah, because the thing is like, even though I'm not medicated for mine, I've learned to like function with mine pretty well. And I think for the most part, it's just because I've had to deal with it for so long. And I don't think my ADHD specifically doesn't affect my anxiety and depression. Because mm -hmm. anxiety and depression for me came later in life. And it, uh, I remember talking to like my, uh, my therapist about it. And what she summed up basically was like, you lived in such a turbulent like, uh, like um, environment. For so much of your life, your body was constantly fight or flight, fight or flight. Oh, yeah. So once you got to the years where things calm down and things are normal, your body still is accustomed to that. Your so it's just... Like, what do I do now? So like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's literally just an instinct. Your body's instinctually triggering it without really... Because that's where well, those... It's almost, it almost sounds more in line with like PTSD because you see that too. Um, yeah. That's, a, that's like a learned behavior from abusive relationships mm -hmm. because you begin to anticipate like it always feels like something's around the corner like but it's as soon as something's going well or something's just not actively going bad yeah you're just like when's it coming because the thing is like yeah i'm pretty sure like my adhd got me in a lot of trouble when i was younger because obviously i i struggled to pay attention in class i mean i mean a lot of kids uh dealt with that even if they weren't like adhd yeah but um, for me, I could tell that it did affect me a lot. But the thing was, like, when I really, like, like focused, when I tried to focus, I could make by. You know, I yeah. could make, I, I, for me, it was never, like, uh, for me, it was, like, it was never severe to the point where I couldn't sit down. You know? Like, it was just more of, like, it, I was easily distractible. Yeah. Think, like, things would distract me very quickly. And then sometimes, if I didn't, if, uh, I know one of the big things for me is, like, if I don't feel accomplished in in finishing a task i will take forever to accomplish that task yeah so because uh, i know that's why um like i've had to figure out like clever little methods in order for me to make like my everyday activities like more of like like a challenge that turn into an accomplishment once i do it so that way it kind of gives me like a small reward system like like yeah. thing you know well i, I saw a, um a tiktok with feel however you want to about taking advice on mental disorders from tiktok but <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a doctor uh that specialized what are you talking about i'm fully talked <laughs> <laughs> it's better than being fully ticked yeah um <laughs> i heard the dumbest joke today what? where he was just like uh why is it illegal for me to be drunk but it's perfectly legal to be retarded <laughs> because uh, <laughs> he was talking about like why is it like it's illegal for me to be drunk in public but they're allowed to be retarded in public like, <laughs> oh, God. just the worst fucking joke yeah uh, <laughs> it makes me think of a another fucking joke that i heard it was really fucking funny because um <laughs> uh it's 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 actually a really clever joke because it's almost like uh, reminiscent to like a knock knock joke, right? Mm -hmm. Where um, uh, where the uh, this teacher walks into um, 
uh, walks into a classroom holding a banana. And he's like, all right, class, today for sex ed, I'm going to teach you how to put on a condom. But uh, I can't get a hard on without uh, uh, on an empty stomach. So I'm going to eat this banana first. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell that one to my coworker tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I love fucking hearing like um, quick little like fun jokes like that. Yeah. I I just love the cleverness of it. I was like, I wouldn't have ever thought of that like on my own. One of my coworkers favorite jokes to tell is he's always like, did you know that birds that pigeons die after sex? Oh, and then you go no, and he's like the one I had fucked did. <laughs> yeah, that one's a classic. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember that joke from like back in the day. It, it's funny, like the early, like I, I know, like a lot of um, millennials get flack for like our certain type of sense of humor, you know, because it's very embedded in dark humor, you it's, know. Yeah, mine's almost exclusively dark. I don't know if I make any. Jo- like my the spectrum of my humor is like dad jokes and then empty and then this is the worst fucking shit you've ever heard in your life yeah because I, mean, I mean like mine really layers back and forth between like you know clever um per- uh, uh perceptive kind of humor but i i mean i do like 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 funny um like perceptive humor, you know, because I mean, uh, I know a lot of us back in the day used to watch like Dimitri Martin. He's yeah. like the best at that. Yeah, he's like one of the best. I know other people are similar to him, but not as good. But um, but I know millennials get a lot of flack because it's like, oh, we have like the constant habit of quoting things we've seen online. Uh, you know, um, repeating like like one-liners from like jokes and memes and shit. I'm like, well, I mean, it's just us having fun Yeah. where uh, uh, the, the more current Gen Z like generation doesn't really do that. They're just kind of like, well, I think that it, at least for me, like it's really satisfying to, to quote something. I, w- I won't say really obscure, but like there's a certain level of satisfaction and almost like camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That you feel whenever you just like run a one liner from SpongeBob off to your buddy, and they're yeah. like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, and then they follow it up with the next line or something. Yeah, well, I mean, the millennial era has always been like uh, seen as the like nostalgia like like era, because so much of what we grow up with is like considered very fucking old. But then again, I feel like that's every generation because when you look back at the Gen X. The Gen Xer like generation, they're a lot of their shits like considered fucking old to us. Yeah. And then before them, it's like what the baby boomers and shit. Like, I mean, it's always gonna be like one of those generational gap things. Like every generation is not going to like um I don't I think, guess identify with the previous or the upcoming generation. I think the perspective generationally is universal between the generation before you and the the generation after you but all that's changing is the content of like <laughs> and context of those things i remember um a coworker of mine he was making me laugh cuz uh, he's uh he's a little younger than me but he's still like millennial nonetheless you know yeah. and uh we have a bunch of like gen z kids that are like starting to work at our company right and he <laughs> he made a fool of himself cuz he was like trying to talk in their lingo you know <laughs> but it doesn't really work for like millennials because obviously we look older we act older you yeah. know 
uh, so you know uh, they made fun of him because uh, he kept calling hot dogs glizzies and, <laughs> and <laughs> they're like bro i don't think you i don't think you realize what you're saying like you're not supposed to call it like that like all the fucking time like at that point it just sounds like you're just talking about eating dick like <laughs> dude i have a picture on my phone of uh that i edited of myra you know that picture that was going around of jesus eating a hot dog and the caption was like this said something about it was like a painting like a piece of art but it was jesus eating just the sloppiest fucking hot dog no i haven't seen it oh well i edited the background out of that and then found a picture of myra where her face was kind of the right perspective <laughs> and i edited it so that they were lady in the traffic <laughs> Fucking hot dog. And she got mad at me. Because <laughs> I posted it without showing her first. Oh, my God. But she, as mad as she was, I was like, I'm not deleting this. I worked really fucking hard on this picture. I know uh, my wife, Denise, she's always gotten fucking um, mad at me for, like, putting her in memes and shit. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, like, that's another thing is, like, I've met a few people who are like, you know, like from the millennial era, they're just like, oh, I miss the old days of like memes and stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm like, really? Like, because I kind of think memes nowadays are equally or if not better than how they used to be. Because the thing is, yeah, I, I know a lot of people are like, what the fuck is G Gen Z humor? And you've, you'll pull up like, like some of like the most obscure fucking memes, but some of them are very funny because how ridiculously stupid they are, you know? Yeah. But the... <laughs> That's <laughs> she hates that picture, dude. But I can't let go of it. It's the it's so I'm proud. I'm genuinely proud of myself for that picture. Oh my god, it's such a fucked up. We might need a post that for this for this dude, fucking I'm episode. In trouble. <laughs> We're going to put the Night Funk logo right next to it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we should put that on some shirts. <laughs> Are you a glizzy boy? <laughs> God, I wish I could remember what the caption was on it. It was uh, J, J. Crazy Goblin That Glizzy. Oh. That's what it was. <laughs> um, But no, what I was getting to is just like... um. I didn't agree with that opinion. I remember him being like, I missed like the early, like, like, like 20, like two, like 2000s to 2010s, like memes. So I was like, are you talking about the fucking era of like the me Gusta face shit? I'm like, fuck that. That shit is no. so like that early internet fucking meme stuff. Like, yeah, it was funny at the time, but now looking back of it, I was just like, that was just like the early breeding grounds of it really ramping up to some fucking like, yeah. you know, like the dank mean. I mean, mean. Do you also miss the play. Like that's like, I used to love the Spider-Man games on PlayStation one. I thought they were fucking awesome. But if I had to go back and play them now, I'd probably kill myself. I remember, I remember, um, I don't know if I can I know. say that on Spotify. <laughs> no, <but>. you're fine. <laughs> no, uh, I know you and me have had that conversation before where we're like, dude, it was so nostalgic to think about how much as kids we loved the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. But oh, when yeah. you go back and watch it, the movie's dog shit. It's I, fucking dog shit. I still like it, but not not because of the quality. It's just, yeah. it's like the first movie. Like I had the fucking v, the white VHS mm -hmm. 
in the fucking like f- puffy case and everything. Yeah. Like it's mostly nostalgic for me, but it's not, that doesn't mean it's good. Like I love the original, I love the Trigun anime, mm-hmm. but it's not good. It, it's, it's important to me. I love it a lot. It's one of my top two favorite animes of all time, but like production value, not there. It's ass. Yeah. Like it, the, the, the frames are good. Like they're well drawn. Some of them are w- really well illustrated, but yeah, like, they used a lot of like the, like, what's it like? Um, uh, backdrop animation. Yeah. But they used like a lot of like, you know, the backdrops were always like painted silhouettes with the animation animated on top of it, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the classic style of doing instead of like how they your... used to do JRPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the thing about Trigun is uh I did love that anime a lot and I still do to an extent, but it is like really hard to get people who are accustomed to newer age yeah. like um anime to go back and watch these ones because they are they are dragged out way longer than they need to be mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that fundamentally didn't make sense on why a lot of animes did this back in the day like like if they started to animate naruto now they probably would have had the foresight to be like, yeah, we don't need to drag it out as long as we, uh, as like, as uh, they currently had did. Well, things were just, everything was different in every way back then too. Like with animation, you 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 had to like, you had to run a pilot season Mm -hmm. and then they were looking at ratings and then being like, Oh yeah, we'll give you guys more money. We'll sign you guys for another season. Like, like you had to increase viewership, maintain viewer, like all that crap. Like that's not really like you can just like I think Castlevania. Uh, just off the top of my head, I'm sure there are a lot more examples, but I'm pretty sure they just dropped the whole fucking season. What do you mean? Like whenever they would put a season out, when it was time for the season to come out, they would just push the whole season oh yeah because it's netflix netflix always but that's what i'm saying that you don't have to like things are so different now yeah you don't have to do it episodically the same bullshit that they that they did back then. i mean i know some some anime still do it episodically because obviously uh a lot of them are airing in japan in japan but not even chainsaw man right now i'm like yeah well it just had a season finale oh no episode 12 yeah fuck it's just uh it, it's funny because uh, episode 12, if that is the end of the season, I mean, like, I, I have the books right here. We you, we currently, in the anime, stopped at volume six. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, the beginning of the next season is going to be right at volume six. So we ended right at the end of five. So I haven't it, watched episode 12 yet, but I watched episode 11. So I'm guessing the second season is going to be the second half of the... Of like volumes uh, six to eleven, I'm guessing, and that's where shit really ramps the fuck up because they alluded to uh, on the final episode they alluded to a character that they didn't show, but I know exactly who the fuck they're talking about. Like I know where it's gonna go from there on, which sucks because I wanted to see more. I was hoping they were gonna just animate all fucking because I know some animes like they're like they're, their season ones will be like twenty plus episodes. Yeah. I'm confused why they decided to stop at 12, unless I'm completely wrong, but it looked like that's what they did. Well, it, it, not to keep bringing Castlevania up, but they did, like, I think now the thing to do is, 
like hype it up, drop it, see how people respond to it, and mm-hmm. then sign for higher production value, like to put more money into it for a full season. But like, but who knows? Season one of Castlevania, I think, was five episodes. Maybe. But who? Eight. But who knows when we're gonna get Chainsaw Man uh, season two? Because right now, Mappa, the animation studios, they yeah. have their fucking hands tied because they're gonna animate. A lot of shit next year. Yeah. Like, they, they are ramping up to... Uh, they're, apparently, they're the studio... Uh, a lot of studios decided... Or a lot of animes decided to move over to Mappa Studios for them to work on, like, um, for, like, upcoming, like, seasons for some um, animes. I know they announced that the next season of One Punch Man is going to be animated by them. Fuck yeah. And then they said that they're also... Um, there's a few other... Um, I think Attack on Titan... Is going to have a season animated by them? I thought they were done. No, they're not. They just changed their fucking mind? I... No, I think they're reanimating the final season. Or some shit like that. I could be wrong. Uh, I haven't finished the final season. But but I I have heard that apparently that's not the end. Or there's something else that's going to happen. or Unless it's going to be like one of those fucking side story ones. Because I know Attack on Titan also had like a prequel series that like goes into like Captain Levi's backstory and shit. Mm. I don't know if that's what they're fucking talking about. I mean, I'm not caught up with Attack on Titan anything to really know. Because I stopped watching it like after like season three. And it's not because it's a bad anime or anything. I'm sure I'm, uh, it's pretty good. But for me, I just kind of like, I don't know. I just kind of fell out of love with it. I was like, it's cool, but it's like, there's a level of bleakness that I enjoy. And there's some that I'm just like, okay, like you're really dragging this shit out. Yeah. Like, like, like. <sighs> when I've talked to people about Attack on Titan before, I'm like, you gotta like, just watch it and understand that it's gonna be so dramatic sometimes that it's almost cringy. Yeah, that's what exactly what I meant. But like, it's good. I'm like, like okay, you just got to like push through it. It gets better. Like the story starts to make sense. Eventually, all the fucking like mysteries fall away. Like and and it gets better. But they really drag their fucking ass about making it all make sense too. So like it's kind of their fault that they lose viewers too. Yeah, but, but I just for me it's always been like some source materials better at being dramatic than others. You know, yeah. Like for me, like Bizarre did it great. Not an- is so good. But not anime wise. The anime was like for me, I think the whole and like the the most recent like like twenty sixteen Berserk series was such like a slap in the face to Kentaro Miura. Uh because his manga is so masterfully drawn because he was obsessive with his art. Yeah. Because when it came down to it, he was like, I'm going to leave behind a fucking work of art um, because he gave a, he gave a million fucks about how well it was going to be like, how good it was going to look, you know? Yeah. Because originally he didn't know where the fuck he was going to take the series. But once he actually started to really like put his heart and soul into like his work, both like, like story wise and like, like artistically, Mm -hmm it really like grows on you because like the first arc of berserk is okay it's interesting but it's not really like 
all like the idea is not really cohesively there. You're talking about the Black Swordsman. The Black Swordsman. Before it goes into the past. Yeah, the Black Swordsman. Once it leads into the first, like, um, the like Golden the, Age. the Golden Age yeah. arcs, that's where everything's like, yo, like, Gudge's backstory's fucking wild, and then like the early years with all this, like, you know, when he meets like the fucking, um, uh, the Band of Hawk, you know. Yeah. I love the way that I like got introduced to Berserk because I had no fucking idea what Berserk was, and then they started releasing the Golden Age arc movies, mm-hmm. and so they don't fucking they don't start the movies out the way that they start the manga out. Like yeah. they just show you guts, whoop some dude's ass. Like it starts at the Golden Age arc. Yeah, see, I got into Berserk because, uh, you know, me and a bunch of my friends are super into fucking, like, the Dark Souls series. I know you are, too, you yeah. know? And um, and uh, one of my friends was like, yeah, apparently, like, Dark Souls is, takes heavy inspiration from the Berserk series. You should watch the anime. And I watched the anime, and I was like... The OG one? No, I watched, like, the 2016 one. I saw some clips of the OG one. The OG one doesn't look that bad. It looks the, it looks really cool. It's I like drawn really well, but it's it's victim to the same things I was talking about with Trigun mm-hmm. and stuff too, where it's so old it's hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. Because also, that anime ends at the at at the end at the end of the Golden Age arc. Yeah. And the movies is, are essentially, to my knowledge, I think that the the anime, the OG anime, has a lot more side story stuff in it. Than the movies do. The thing is, the movies got a lot of flack, but I love the movies. I, I thought love... the movies were fucking awesome. Dude. I thought they were fucking great too. But I of mean, of course, yeah. I watched it without the context of the manga because I've, I've personally like I appreciate manga as the source material for a lot of the animes that I love. Mm-hmm. But I've it's pretty never... damn accurate. It's I... pretty damn accurate. The movies are. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. I know that there's stuff um, that doesn't get gone into very deeply well they never delve into like they they they, it literally starts at the golden um the golden arc era Mm -hmm. but it doesn't talk about um because the the golden uh the golden age arc right starts exactly with like guts's birth and upbringing and it's alluded to in the movies you know but they didn't animate that stuff because it's a little you know, it's yeah. pretty fucking heavy. It's really heavy, given that the fucking final, like, final movie is fucking heavy as it gets, yeah, you know? Yeah, dude, it's, oh God, God. It's fucking devastating, but that's the point. And a lot yeah. of people don't like to, like, I feel like a lot of people stray away from that series because they don't want to see something that's that fucking dark because they think it's, like, it's glorifying it in some way, which I don't agree with at all. It's literally just painting the world that is berserk, which is, like, it's bleak as fuck. But the things, like, this is what I've tried to explain before. I've explained it to my wife because she's, like, she was interested in reading the berserk books that I have, right? But obviously there's a lot of stuff in there that's really fucking hard. To, like get through because it's fucking devastating it's dark it's like i mean there's a lot of fucking like like can like, we talk about like like what rape yeah that's exactly what i was getting good yeah to. yeah no no yeah, yeah it's fine i mean it's um no i i know what you're saying though like i don't i've had this disagreement with people and like obviously i i've i've never been raped so i don't really have a leg to stand on to argue on the other side but um i know that rape is really traumatic obviously yeah 
but like it's a storytelling device just like any other thing i mean people get fucking murdered yeah like that's say what you want rape is awful but there's like you could get murdered and we don't shy away from murder and storytelling either. But but it's there for a reason, and the reason it's not it's not there to fucking trying to normalize yeah. rape or anything. I don't think anyone that's ever put it in a movie has been like, "Hell yeah, man! This, you should do this." No, like, for, <laughs> like the best the best explanation I've ever tried to give anybody for the berserk is that berserk will drag you into the darkest, bleakest, most fucked up moments ever. But in the moments that give you a sense of hope and like a feeling of like whatever drags you to a, a point where you feel like a sense of hope and a feeling that things are going to get better and stuff they're such highs and they they bring so much emotion because you're like guts is such a tortured character oh, over yeah. everything that he's gone through you genuinely grow a connection with him because you're just like i understand why he is the way he is and why he's like also a badass because he's literally his mentality is I can't stop I have to keep going yeah because the thing is well if as he long stopped as I and died at any point in the story like I feel that way about my own life like I have struggled and suffered mm -hmm. obviously people have it worse than me but my point is like when it comes to jobs and stuff like I have wanted to give up so many fucking times. And I've had more than my fair share of reasons to fucking give up justifiably. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've also fought so hard for so long against fucking, like, failing that if I just gave up, what the fuck did I put myself through all that shit for? Like, why fight back for that long just to fucking, like, fail? And, like, that's that's his whole fucking character. Like, he can't. Yeah. He can't stop and just make all of the fucking bullshit. Yeah, because be like for nothing. Yeah, because for him it con it comes constantly. Like in the beginning, he feels like he doesn't have a place and he tries to he finally feels like he is getting accepted and mm. then everything fucking like crumbles to like to the uh, crumbles to nothing, right? And then it happens again. And then it happens again and it happens again. Like he, he has these rises and then he has these falls. And even when he's, when you think it can't get any fucking worse, it does. But when he gets, whenever there's a glimpse of like, Hey, things are getting better. Things are getting to where they need to be. He's getting closer to his ob ob objective, but you also relate to that fucking anger that he carries with him. Oh, that, yeah. that feeling of like, with everything that I have in me, Griffith is going to pay for what he did. Because the thing is, like, he finally got to a point where he finally was able to let his guard down and show true connection with another human. And then that was all stripped from him. Yeah. And he's like, I don't give a fuck what it takes, but I'm going to get that back at any cost. And realistically, Berserk, as dark and as grim as it is ultimately it's a fucking love story it's a love story of how far a man is willing to go to fucking like fight not just for revenge but also to like um to uh, like not a uh, well not just to avenge her but also just to fucking get like payback for 
for stripping that away from him to begin with. Yeah. Because the thing is, he only did it as a way to gain power over him. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the Griffith's whole thing is a power dynamic, you know? And then he... All Berserk... really, uh, All Berserk... All Guts really wanted to do was just be Griffith's equal. But Griffith couldn't have that. Yeah. He wanted to be the one in control. He didn't want to see him as an equal. And then, like, I mean... Anybody who has never read Berserk, I highly recommend you get into it. And if you're not super into very dark, like source material, like, you know, you know, a lot of, you know, violence and rape and, you know, yeah. just gore and shit like that. You got to have a strong stomach. For yeah. But if you, but if you genuinely want to be captivated by a story, like read Berserk, it's really good. And it's, the art. The art is incredible. And it only gets better and better. Like, honestly, it sucks that he wasn't able to finish it on his own. Yeah. But it is going to get finished. Because luckily... And he, you said uh, they were saying his assistant knows what he intended for the story. Yeah, because he did have assistants that helped him a little bit with the art, even though he did majority of, like, the drawing and everything. Yeah. But the thing is, because the nature of manga is like they're, they're being pressed to like put out so much, even though he technically didn't really follow those guidelines. He took as long time as he yeah, wanted who, to. Who publishes it? The publishers are usually the ones pressing deadlines. right? Um, I know uh, in Japan it's published through animal house and it's published by dark horse in America. Okay. Dark horse has like an exclusive, like, like they're the ones that are, are, are printing the, um, uh, they're the ones that are publishing it in America, but uh, the manga magazine in Japan that publishes it on their their weekly thing is uh, is Animal House. Okay. Um, because there's a there's a lot of different like publishing companies. I know the one that everyone knows is Shonen Jump. They're like they're the best as far as shonens go, but they don't really do a lot of uh, what's it called sinens uh, scenes scenes. I don't know. It's I, like it's basically like any any manga that's considered eighteen plus because all shonens are are like like for teenagers. Okay, so I I never understood that. I knew of Shonen Jump, but I didn't understand. The yeah, Shonen means like if a if an anime is considered a shonen, it usually means that it's got a lead male protagonist and it's uh it's targeted for teenage um boys. Okay. Because there's another word that means the same thing, but for teenage girls, like Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon's not considered a shonen; it's considered something else because its target, its main demographic is for teenage girls. Mm. And then there's another one, like I mean, everyone knows the isekai. Isekais are like fucking being uh, entered into a different world, kind of like storyline bases. And then you have the fucking, you know, uh, they're not called hentai's, but you know. The shit that's considered smut, yeah. Basically, all all the shit that's just like big titty anime girl who's your sex slave, but she's also your fucking maid. Like, <laughs> like what? Okay, a, this one's called uh, brother sister. <laughs> it's a brother and sister, and they um fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, but anyways. We're really off topic. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about. <laughs> well, this is the thing. The basis of the show has always been like, what's keeping you up at night? And these conversations are the things that keep you up, uh, keep me up at night. Yeah. And um, 
I know uh, we, we, we typically don't really try to have too much structure. We would like to keep it loose and fun and just fucking crack a bunch of jokes and shit like that. Because technically we are a, a comedy podcast. At least that's what we label ourselves of, even though we basically talk about everything. Yeah. And I think it's because I feel like approaching any topic with a little bit of humor is always important. Because I, I feel like it, it doesn't make things too heavy. Yeah. It makes the not not to, I don't know how you feel about referencing other podcasts or anything, but uh, that's like one of the best examples of that is um, last podcast on the left has yeah. a series. Uh, I think the first episode is just called Satanism in the Government, mm-hmm. and I think they start with the Hellfire Club. And then it just gets really, really bad in the next two episodes, like yeah. like child trafficking stuff. And they're like, they know it's dark. They're like, all right, take a drink before we do this next part. And then the just some of the most awful things that you've ever heard that actually happened. And then they turn around and make a joke about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's the only thing that makes it go down easier, like because that shit's so fucking heavy, dude. Well, the thing is, you need to bring some form of levity to, like, dark source material. Yeah. Because that, it, it sucks whenever you want to learn about something and you're just constantly hit with, like, oh, this shit doesn't get any better. It just keeps getting fucking worse and worse, you yeah. know? And and I, I get some people like that, too. Some people like it when things just don't get any fucking better in a storyline or narrative like or people, whatever. People like, that watch Grey's Anatomy. Uh, uh, no, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say that specifically. I would. But, Fuck y'all. But uh, I'm talking, like, more of, like, you know, a lot of people who are grounded in, like, reality, like like news, like politics, shit like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Where they don't want to see anything in a humorous manner. They just want to talk about the severity of, like, why these things are important. Like, I don't always agree with that. I feel like you have to approach things in a in a mind of, like, isn't this, is, isn't this like, a little absurd? Like, shouldn't, isn't this, like, the, this whole concept kind of fucked up and, but also kind of funny, you know? Because, yeah. obviously, you should never joke. You like you shouldn't joke about certain things, but it's funny to joke about certain things because yeah. that's where the humor comes from. The humor yeah. comes from the fact that you're not supposed to. That's that's this might get me in trouble, but uh, like one, I don't know what makes you think you're gonna get. Have you heard half the shit that we say on this thing? But I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You think like we just get a pass for being brown? Yes, that's racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm racist. That's what I'm getting at. Hold on. No, but um, like the and this is not something that I have like only done or experienced with white friends. Like I've even had like Hispanic friends and black friends do it too. But like saying something racist with the boys. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that nobody means it. Yeah. And the humor comes from the fact that it is so goddamn ridiculous that anybody actually fucking feels that way. Yeah. That it's funny. Like, it's not funny that people are suffering because of that, but it's, it is funny that people are that fucking stupid. Yeah. Just like it's funny that somebody runs their fucking car into a guardrail and fucking ruin totals their car because they were texting. That shit's fucking funny. Don't do that. Yeah. 
Like, don't be a dumbass. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this plenty. It's like there's no real malice in the in in racial jokes unless you're actively trying. If you're to be. being racist, it's not a joke anymore. Yeah, like it, you know. Like I don't think anyone's ever said something racist and meant it. And, and maybe like, maybe it is a little unfair that if you are from a minority group that you can get away with it a little bit more because you actually come from the minority group well, that you might say be joking it's about. I mean, I, I wouldn't. Well, yes, I would definitely wouldn't say that either. But what I what I'm what I meant to say is like maybe it isn't perceived as racist coming from somebody of color than someone who is white. Yeah. Um. Because obviously they identify with the pain of that racial discrimination, but it, but the idea of racially discriminating somebody over something so minuscule, like their customs or their traditions or what they like or how they behave or the way they talk, whatever, yeah, is absurd. And that's where the humor comes from. It comes. It comes from the fact that like it's dumb to. It's dumb to make fun of somebody for something, you know? Yeah. The fact that, like, you know, somebody could easily crack a joke about me being Mexican and for me liking the food that I like, you know, like, you know, growing up, people uh, would like to throw the word, like, beaner around and stuff. But to me, I'm like, that's not even, like, all, that's not even hurtful. It's not. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's, just, it's a derogatory term. Mm-hmm. Um. Based on the fact that Mexican cuisine has beans in it, yeah, how is that fucking? How is that gonna hurt anybody's feelings? Yeah, like it, it's I don't know. It's like it's the concept of like racial jokes have always been dumb but funny. It's like calling white people ma- mashed taters. Yeah, I mean I know recently we've uh, <laughs> we've said a lot of fucking um, like like. Um, white slurs on this because we actually looked up a list of white slurs. Oh yeah. So yeah, we went down it because we we're like, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not good enough just to call a white person a cracker. Like next time you see one, you know, call him a ranch roach. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like call him a, a yeast yeti. Uh, what was the other one? Um, I know um, vanilla gorillas, uh, snow uh, snow chimps. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a bunch like yeah we we found a whole list of them oh uh, that's awesome dude yeah my favorite being ranch roach i always thought that was that's funny. good i like that but the, the thing is like that's where the humor comes from the humor comes from the fact that it's fucking ridiculous you know yeah. obviously i'm not saying you should go out and spout the n-word like no yeah, that's that, that's different <laughs> that's completely different you should not be doing that <laughs> but what i'm saying is um the idea of being racist now in this current like era in this current like place that we are like um like in society you know it's fucking absurd it's fucking absurd to actually be genuinely racist it's 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 absurd like i understand that sometimes people develop a hatred of a certain like group of people because of things that have happened throughout history, you know, like obviously, uh, you know, Chinese people have a lot of hatred towards Japanese people because of things that have happened in past wars. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of animosity, you know, 
But um, even that is ignorant because it's not like the fucking guy working at the deli that's Japanese had any fucking thing to do with what happened. I'm more curious why there's a Japanese guy working at a jelly, uh, be a deli. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a racist fucking thing that I didn't know about? I'm just giving an example, like the guy I mean, in the usually grocery you, store. I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> when's the last time you went to a deli and it was just like a Japanese dude? It's just like you know, I have. I don't even know when the first time I've been to a deli <laughs> is because I don't go to them. Usually, it's some fat Guido. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I didn't want to have to. That's barely a slur. <laughs> It's like, that's the thing. That's that's been a joke said over and over a ton. It's like you can't be racist to blacks or Asians or Hispanics, but you can be racist to Italians. Like fuck <laughs> them. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like even that. The next is... time you see an Italian from, you call him a fucking guinea to his face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, but uh. Yeah, I mean, even that shit's ignorant. Like, the guy, the guy at the fucking grocery store didn't fucking blow your house up, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's it's dumb. Is it wrong to say that being racist is funny, even though you're not racist when you say racist things? Like, it's I, 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 I get it. It's probably considered controversial to say so, but I know the average person knows that... Yes, that's inappropriate, but that's that's why it's funny. That's it's funny because, why it's funny. Yeah. But I think the important part of it, though, is the things. So, like, as a white person, I have to be conscious of the fact that if I walk into a fucking gas station and I'm like, I think I'm being funny, and I'm like, did you see that fucking beaner over there looking for tortillas <laughs> at a gas station? What a fucking idiot. Like, that's funny to me, and it's funny to you because you laughed. Yeah. But the fucking actual racist guy in the corner, now he's confident and comfortable to fucking be openly racist because he doesn't understand the joke, and that's how that kind of shit fucking impacts. The, like, you have to read the room. Yeah. Like you have to do that stuff under the right context because you can't like the things that you do it, like Trump, not to, I'm not even trying to get political just as an example, mm -hmm. like all the shit that he said gave all the fucking stupid piece of shit, racist fucking people that supported him the confidence to just start openly being racist. Yeah. And saying ignorant shit and doing ignorant shit. Like, that's where that is like the prime example of how, like, the shit that you say. I don't think he was joking, but I'm just saying people have said worse jokes than that. The mm -hmm. stuff that we know that he said. I know. In like, rooms with their friends, but they read the room. They didn't fucking give a bunch of stupid fucking people the confidence to think that it's okay to treat other people like that. So, yeah. like, he him doing that publicly had a very negative impact on like us as a community yeah like that's that's the important part of that humor mhm mm yeah but i know these conversations are always pointed at as like you like there's always a group of people that are like, no, it's inappropriate at the end of the day and you shouldn't say it. But I'm like, I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all because again, it, 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 it pushes back on, on 
on freedom of speech. You're allowed to be able to say whatever the fuck you want, you know? But whether or not that you have that freedom to say something doesn't always mean that what you're saying is going to be hateful. It's just some people want to perceive it as hateful because they want to get on their high horse on, like, uh, you shouldn't be allowed to do this and that because just because you have the freedom to do so doesn't mean you have um, that you should be allowed to abuse the, like, the shit out of it and that is true you shouldn't be allowed to abuse the I fuck mean, out of it if it's a right you're not abusing it yeah you use it as much as you want but i've your- al- i've always been open about it where i'm just like i don't give a fuck what hate speech a person spews let them spew it all that does is call it they're all they're doing is outing themselves yeah now we just know who to fucking avoid yeah you like, know how to avoid and you know who the fuck to get the fuck off the uh, off the air you the know more important part to me like the hidden message of like freedom of speech is that you also have the freedom you you got to be ready for the consequences of what the fuck you say yeah like freedom of speech hell yeah but if i start calling you racist or telling you you're a fucking piece of shit because of what you said that's your fault that's on you it's also the fact that like some people are just like no like the quicker like we snuff out all of the people that are saying hateful, mean things, the quicker we'll eradicate it from society. I'm like, I don't think that's going to work at all. No, that's not going to work at all. All you're going to do is get those put, start pushing those people into corners together and then they're going to start banding together. I mean, that's literally like fucking online incels. They've built an underground community of fucking weirdos to don't respect women, to don't like women because they feel like the world owes them something for being men, which is fucking absurd that even think like that, you know? Yeah. But that is that is a thing that happened because, obviously, if you're online and you're spouting a bunch of crazy shit, people are going to ban you and you're going to find an alternative way to group up with other people's other people that have done... Who basically done the same thing and they were scrutinized from whatever and they found an alternative and what do they do? They fucking plot to do some evil shit later on in fucking life. I mean, you could argue that that's what happened with Parlor, Huh? Parlor. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm so unfamiliar with like how Parlor even worked. I don't know anything about it other than a lot of people transitioned to Parlor because Trump got banned from other social medias. Mm. So like... like they kind of did the same thing that you're talking about. They yeah. just moved to a place where this stupid shit that they're saying doesn't get them in trouble, which yeah. brings those people closer together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. It, but it's, but it's dumb to assume that like banning them is going to stop them. Like, no, they're going to find like, remember, if you're not going to kill them. Just fucking leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, it's always iffy to 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 roam into this line of conversation because you're always afraid that someone's going to misinterpret what you're saying. It's like, oh, these people are clearly saying that they're for hate speech. And I was like, no, I'm not no. for hate speech at all. But not everything is considered hate speech. Sometimes things are just fundamentally yeah. built as jokes for the sake of just joking around. If like, you, you take know. what we said out of context, then yeah, it sounds like that. But I prefaced every bit of that with like an explanation of like what the negative impact could be if you did it at the wrong time. Like that's when that stuff is really important to remember. Because the thing is like, I have always had an open heart to all fucking people, you know, whether they're, you know, 
Hispanic or not, whether they're white or not, you know, you know, I fucking adore most people as long as they treat me with the same level of like, you know, kindness. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I know that I've gotten away with saying some pretty outlandish shit because the thing is the reason why I've gotten away with it is because people know that I'm not coming from a place of hate. I'm not actively ever attacking anybody for who they are. I'm just cracking jokes around things about them in order just to find levity in things that are are getting too serious, you know? Yeah. Because the thing is, sometimes you need a break from the things. Because the thing is, like, I don't understand how some people can live and, uh, and, and can live their life constantly thinking about some of the harsh realities of this world. Because the thing is, like, I get it. Politics are important. We should pay attention to politics. Yeah. We should pay attention to the things that are happening, uh, uh, like, throughout the globe, you know? Because, obviously, there's a lot of horrific shit that are going on, you know? With the war in the Ukraine, you know? There's fucking sweatshops in China. There's fucking children mining for materials for iPhones in fucking Africa, you the know? The shit that's going on in Iran is fucking insane, too. Yeah, it's, all like, of that is important to pay attention to, but, you know... But the thing is, if you're constantly putting yourself in a place of uncomfort, all you're going to do is try to shut it out and try to ignore that it's even happening. Sometimes you need to crack jokes about it so that actually becomes an open conversation of like, oh, yeah, like that's fucked up that you said that. But that is a real thing that's fucking going on right now, you know? Like when people make jokes about abortion, all that does is bring more attention towards the actual problem that is going on in this nation with abortion. Like the fact that they overturned Roe v. Wade is fucking like an important thing that we need to talk about. Yeah. So wouldn't it be important to like, hey, let's crack some jokes about the whole Roe v. Wade situation in order to get people talking about it. And sometimes that's the way you get people like more informed. You yeah. so, like there is a true thing about you can inform people through comedy, because if you talk, if you make jokes about serious things, that's gonna always be in the back of your mind. You're just gonna be yeah. like, oh, I remember that joke where he joked about this, and then you're also thinking, oh wait, that is fucking true. Like like, like this has always been a fucking thing that people have had to deal with. The fuck was that? I heard a ding. Was it? Someone ring a doorbell? Do you? We don't have a doorbell. I know, but it sounded like a doorbell. <laughs> it what I'm did. saying? It, it sounded, sounded like a like ring. A timer almost, but mm, I have no idea. Like to kind of get back on a topic from earlier, um, you were talking about uh, like growing up, yeah, in the trailer park, and for me, um, I I'm just I'm really grateful to have grown up there because it gave me a lot of, uh, a lot of perspective mm -hmm. that I would not have gotten if I had grown up in a white community. Yeah. Um, it legitimately scares me sometimes. Like you ever have moments where like you think about something that happened in your childhood. Like an example for me is, uh, one time I got on an elevator, mm -hmm. uh, and I beat my parents to the elevator and then the door closed and they were still outside of it. And I, my like four or five year old self was just washed over with fucking anxiety <laughs> and fear. And when I think back on that moment, I can like, I can feel it again. Like the fear that I felt in that yeah. moment. And I have that same experience when I think about what would have happened if I didn't grow up 
in yeah. the trailer park because I have no idea if if I would have still turned out to like not be racist and to like have empathy yeah for people because like I'd seen I literally lived next door to a guy a family where the dad got deported yeah like my parents came home and told me that like it had happened they saw you know the cops and everything there mm -hmm. and to, to my knowledge that guy never did anything wrong he just got caught yeah. being here undocumented and but like everyone i've ever met there like their families were fucking busting ass to take care of their kids and like give them a better opportunity and stuff and i've never understood how how people can can like see that and just be angry yeah that they're here like who wouldn't fucking like risk it all to give their family a better opportunity yeah to come here despite knowing that you guys are gonna fucking talk shit about them despite knowing you guys are gonna like legitimately hate them yeah but if you know anything about growing up with mexicans it's like well we love to talk shit too yeah we talk mad shit. i had to get some <laughs> thick skin to fucking grow up there dude i used to cry a lot dude <laughs> One thing I was always curious about was just, like, you know, for the first fucking, like, yeah, for the first fucking years that I lived in that neighborhood, I had no idea your name was fucking Justin. Because everybody in that neighborhood called you Sunshine. Yeah. And I never understood. I literally thought your name was Sunshine. It's like, oh, he's like one of those white hippie kids who's, like, <laughs> who's like parents were just like, we'll name him Sunshine. Like, something cute for the fucking, yeah. something for. <laughs> he won't get bullied. <laughs> it's like, this is my brother Blanket. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. But that's the one thing about that neighborhood that I always thought funny. Like everybody had fucking nicknames, dude. Like uh, now, without I'm not gonna say their fucking real names, but I mean like some of the nicknames. Like uh, yours was Sunshine. There was one guy named Roach. There was one guy named Booger. There was another guy named fucking um uh Crack. Uh, crack. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Crack dude. and Booger were brothers. Yeah, crack and Booger were brothers. <laughs> <laughs> A shout out to Crack and Booger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Crack's wedding next year, actually. <laughs> I'm going to be a groomsman. <laughs> He's going to have little Crack Rocks. I hope so, dude. <laughs> no, but, like, uh, there was just so many fucking characters that, like, grew up, and they all hung out. They were all chill with each other. I mean, of course, you had occasional beefs, because, you know, you had a group of uh, people that would, like, try to fall into the whole gang-banging shit, but, I mean, most of them didn't bother or mess with us, you I know? I almost exclusively had beefs until high school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it was a little bit different with you, because I know you probably didn't take a lot of bullshit from people. I got a lot of bullshit from people, but I got in fights very regularly mm -hmm. which i thought uh, was fucking interesting because like i always thought i was gonna get into a lot of fights in high school and i almost you were too big to fuck with well it's not even that it's just like i just never really like got aggressive with people and yeah. the thing is i also like you minded your own business like for a long time like i remember like seeing you on the bus for the first time and you had your hair slicked back and I started calling you Elvis. Mm -hmm. And then me and a few other people called you Elvis for a while. Yeah. Um, and then I just never really heard anything else from you until high school. 
and then we actually like started interacting with each other. It's funny. I remember, um, I remember back in like the band days, Cash almost tried to start a beef with you, Why? and uh, because one time we had called up, uh, we had called up Michael or Ross, and you were over at Ross's house, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I shouldn't have said their fucking names. Oops. Uh, but anyways. No, whatever. Heichel and Haas. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, guys who were, I guess, associated with you in your band, right? Yeah. And we're trying to get a like, we're trying to put a show together, right? And they had um, heard you. Oh, they had heard you in the room. We're like, who are you guys talking to? And he's like, oh, we're talking to, we're talking to Cash and his band. He's like, is that the band where Pedro plays guitar? And uh, they were like, yeah. And he's like, dude, Pedro fucking sucks at guitar. Who said and that? You did. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh. And then Ca- <laughs> and Cash was like, just hung up the phone. He was like, fuck him. Like, next time I see him, I'm going to fucking swing on him and shit like that. <laughs> and I was just like, eh, leave it alone, dude. I, don't, I, could give, I could give a rat's ass what he thinks. And literally later on, I would bump into you. And I never brought it up because I was just like, I don't really care. Like, the thing is, I don't care what people... Because I've always had the mentality of like, why should I give a shit what people think of me? Yeah. And... And that's just how I've always carried myself. Because the, the thing is, like, there's no point in getting in a fight. I was just like, what's the point of me? Like, I, I saw no resolve in beating up a guy who lives two houses up from me. <laughs> like, I was like, what happens if I beat the fuck out of him? And then there's always that lingering beef with a neighbor two, do- two up doors up. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of thought about it. And I was just like. I mean, I understand where he's coming from. You were probably better a better guitarist than I was. And yeah, also, that's shitty though. Fuck me for saying that. Yeah. I don't. I don't even remember doing that. But I'm not gonna tell you. I well, that's the thing. We're high. I used to be a fucking cock sometimes too. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I never like for me. I was just like, why do I care what other people think, and why would I care about this person specifically what he thinks of me? Because I don't. At the time, I didn't really know you all that well. I knew of you. I'm just like, I yeah, don't, I mean, that's I essentially just, what I was saying earlier, like outside of you first getting there and yeah. then actually interacting with you more often in high school and especially after high school, like I didn't really know. Because the truth, well truth be told, like I never really wanted beefs with anybody because I'd never really had any personal reason. Like, like if like the only person I think I ever got close to fucking getting a beef with was your neighbor across the road yeah and because i with him one time too i almost the the thing was here's the thing there was a rumor that he had robbed my house Mm. and i had confronted him about him i was like be honest with me did you fucking do it and he was just like no dude i swear and then after that he never talked to me ever again which i which made me assume that he did but the thing was I was ready to do something about it because I was just like, if he was going to be like, yeah, I did. What are you going to do about it? I was just going to be like, well, it's on site now. Like, yeah. you're not about to fucking go into my house and rob me. But the thing was, because he was so like awake, it's probably because I was bigger than him. And whether or not he could have beaten me up or not, I didn't care. I was ready to fucking swing when I was ready to fucking do it. But the yeah. thing was, I saw that he didn't want problems. So I immediately was like, he doesn't want any like part of this so yeah, i'm just not beating e- him up's not going to change anything either. yeah exactly because again i didn't even have proof although i'm pretty sure later on i found that it was somebody else uh there was a there's a good chance that fucking um it was uh another person in the neighborhood because there are there were multiple people that were notoriously known for breaking into people's houses i mean 
to be fair, I've had this conversation with uh, a mutual friend of ours, our our buddy Ryan, the other white guy that lived in that fucking neighborhood, where yeah. he was just like, dude, I've been like in people's houses with with other people, not knowing they were robbing the place. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude, they'll just be like, hey man, you want to come hang out? And they're like. I assume at your house. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and then you realize it's like they're in there and they just got like, in here really easily. It's like, where, are we, where are we taking the PlayStation? He's like, don't worry about it. We're going. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're shopping. It's funny. I, I always want to bring up this one fucking story. There was always this one interesting character in our fucking neighborhood. Okay. So um, there's this one dude in our fucking... There, there was this... <sighs> There's this one dude in our neighborhood who was notoriously known for breaking into people's houses, right? But the thing about it is he had a fucking calling card. And I know who the f- I know you know who I'm talking about. So I think I know. Uh let's just call him let's just call him L. Okay. Okay. And uh yeah, apparently he's changed his life around, but that's besides yeah, the point. I know but who anyway, you're talking about then, yeah. He had this weird fucking habit of like every time he robbed a house, he would always rob something obscure, like something that didn't even make fucking sense. Because I think he just did it for the sake of just fucking doing it, you know? Yeah. But for whatever reason, he would rob a person's fucking house. He would take something like as like fucking dumb, you know? Like he would fucking steal like a microwave or he would steal like a one person's shoe. And then before he would leave, he would take a shit in the living room. <laughs> I am pretty sure now that you say that, that he told me about that. He did this to multiple people's house. He would go in there, steal one (laughs) random fucking thing, and then he would just fucking squat and just take a shit. So whenever they would come home, they'll be like, what the fuck? Someone just took a shit in our house. And then they would also be like, hey, has anyone seen my left shoe? Like, (laughs) like, why? Like. He just thought it was funny, and he did this. It is funny. He did this a lot. It's fucked up. (laughs) You imagine coming home and being like. What it taken was like a shitty forensics. Like, (laughs) be like, we got you, motherfucker. Imagine filing that police report, and it's like, uh, we have a shoe missing, and there's a shit in our living room. (laughs) Just a fucking big. What kind of shit? No, no, a a shit. It's literally a a pile of shit. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. Uh, That's so stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I'm trying to think of, like, what else... um, I remember um, there's always a story of fucking the good old Haas having sex with Mexican girls in the fucking forest. He he only did that w- with one yeah. that I know of. One of my fucking favorite stories about him. Don't don't, don't remember. Don't say any names. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> so when me and me and him. First started hanging out. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll call him Haas. Yeah, when me and Haas first started hanging out, uh, he would come over, or I would go over to his house, normal friend shit. And then he started dating the girl he was dating that lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. <coughs> and in normal fashion, he started using going over to my house as an excuse to go see her. Yeah. Um. So he would come hang out for a few hours and then he would disappear for a few hours and then he would come back, spend the night, go home. Mm-hmm. Um, but one night in particular, he had disappeared for a while 
And uh, I know you have a story similar <laughs> to this, but uh, one of the funniest fucking things that he ever said is, is like he disappeared and came back and he had been trying to get her to have sex with him for a minute and she was just not about it. Like they were fooling around like no no intercourse, but just about everything else. Yeah. And uh, he comes back and he's like, he said her name, but he was like, he busts in the door with no context. We're probably like halfway through a fucking blunt and I'm drinking a big ass cup of Kool-Aid as I always did when I was smoking. <laughs> and, uh, he just like nearly kicks the door open like forcefully and steps in and he's like, you want to know what her asshole tastes like? Eat a pizza. <laughs> what does that even fucking mean i don't know it's just, it's just very cheesy and um pepperoni like yeah dude god he was a fucking character i remember he dude i remember in high school people used to always fucking give him shit because uh, one night I guess uh, a bunch of the boys were hanging out in the neighborhood and they were drinking and he decided to put like a beer bottle between his butt cheeks and like walk around with it. Right. Cause he just thought it was funny. Right. And then people at school like found out about it and they were just like, so we heard you like to fucking put beer bottles up your ass. Yeah. That's what the story devolved into. Like Myra even, she believes wholeheartedly because that's what she heard years ago. That yeah. He stuck a beer bottle in his, like that he passed out drunk at a party and they shoved a beer bottle into his asshole yeah that, that's, that's not, not what happened that's not what happened at, at all, all. <laughs> yeah uh which of course he fucking hated it but i have so many fucking stories about just his fucking shenanigans but the thing is i try not to like talk about him too often just because like it it's uh, easy to spend an entire episode just talking about him. Yeah, and no one even knows who the fuck we're talking yeah. about. But it's also just the fact that, like, they're only as funny. They're only funny if you genuinely know who we're talking about and who this person is. Yeah. Because we grew up with him. And we you know have to be he, able to appreciate the person that he is to understand why this shit is even funny. Because there's a lot of shit that he did was fucking funny. Yeah. And, um uh, even the, I know in later years we heard a bunch of shit that he went through a lot of shit too, and I always kind of feel bad talking about him because I know he's not as much as a wild card as he used to be. I know uh, he he's got his shit together. Yeah, he now. got his shit together now, and I from my, from my understanding, he's kind of just cut everybody off. I don't think he's cut everybody off, but I I don't know, and and it's kept me from like reaching out to him too because like I wouldn't I wouldn't want. If he's better off not knowing or having contact with anybody that he used to be in contact with <coughs> when he was doing that shit, I don't want to, like, trigger a relapse or, like, pull him back into stuff that would be detrimental to him. Yeah. And so, like, I never know what the right thing to do is, but I genuinely want to reach out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I completely understand, like, where you're coming from. There's a, there's a few people like that who, like, because there's a mutual friend that he and I have that we were both mm -hmm. actively close to at the time that would not be good. Like, I would hate for him to find out that I got back in contact with him. Yeah. And then him reach out because that that would that would be the thing that did it. And that, that I'm, like, terrified of, like, instigating that happening. <coughs> 
Yeah, and I'm I'm sure there's like a, a mutual understanding that it would benefit him best to like not be around people that he was with at a time where he was fucking up in life, you yeah. know? Because probably it could, I wouldn't say necessarily make him like relapse into that behavior, but I mean, that is a potential thing that could yeah. happen. And that's what I'm afraid of. And then the other half of me is like, well, what if he feels isolated and like nobody nobody thinks about him anymore because yeah. nobody reaches out. Oh, well, I'll tell you right now, that's a goddamn lie because a lot of us for years have been like, man, I wish we could hang out with him because like, I know there's a there's always been a there's always been a huge group of people who grew up in that neighborhood who knew him. He didn't even live in that neighborhood, but he was there all the fucking time. Yeah, because he was chasing pizza flavored asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dude, like growing up in that neighborhood was always fucking wild. I remember one of the craziest fucking things that used to happen was just like some of the characters that would come around. And just all the fucking shit that we were doing as kids that we shouldn't have been doing, you know? I don't know how many times that I would get, like, a fucking knock at my door. I'd walk out, and it would be some random bullshit, right? And um, I remember one time I walked—I got a knock on my door. It's literally, like, like 8 p.m. It's, like, a few hours before, like, 10 or 11, which is around the time I'm getting ready for bed and going to fucking school the next day, right? I get a knock at the door. Who is it? It's a bunch of the neighborhood guys, and they're all fucking driving a car around. They're like, get over here, man. It's like one of them knocked on the door, ran back to the car just for, for me to poke my head out, and they're all in the car, like, waving at me, like, get over here. I'm like, what do you guys want? It's like, you want to hit this blunt? I'm like, I guess. And we just had a quick rotation. I'm literally outside of the car. I grab it, I take a puff, and then I pass. And we did, like, two or three rotations. It's like, well, well we're just seeing what you're up to. Later, bro. And it just left me there alone and high. I'm like, oh, like, so what the fuck? And then I remember one time, there was this one fucking guy uh, from our neighborhood I don't know if he lived there or he was just there a lot because he had family that lived there, but I'll go ahead and say his name. Cause I don't need, I don't know what happened to this guy, but there's just, I don't know if you remember this character, but his, he was like a half white, half Hispanic dude named Ricky. Do you remember yeah. that kid? Mm -hmm. That kid was fucking weird. That guy, I, he was, was actually uh, related to him by marriage. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was, um, my mom's like step siblings. Kid? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I hated that motherfucker. I had one of those Pikachu watches when they first came out. Yeah. It had fucking like the digital, it had Pikachu and you would run on it and shit. Yeah. I got that shit for Christmas and that little bitch stole it and then buried it in his backyard. So he didn't even fucking use it. He just stole it and ruined it. Oh, wow. I have a few memories with him because he always used to try to mooch cigarettes off of me because <sighs> at the time yes i was underage and i was smoking cigarettes i shouldn't have been doing that but i mean i developed a habit and i somehow managed to get cigarettes for that habit mm -hmm. but anyways he had found out that i remember i was getting off the bus one day and then as soon as i get off the bus i would reach into my pocket pull out a pack of cigarettes grab a cigarette you know and light one up smoke one before I, uh smoke one on the way to uh as i'm getting home and then yeah you know that's it but he saw me and he was like yo 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 let me let me get one of those let me get one of those let me get one of those i'm like no like dude i'm like 16 you know how hard it is for me to get fucking cigarettes like i literally have to ask around to find like i have to like 
find a connection yeah. for cigarettes because I can't legally get them myself. So sometimes I would give him a cigarette just to get him to fucking leave me alone, right? But one time I remember he was like trying to like uh, get more from me. Uh, and I w- he was just like, here, I'll tell you what. I'll come by your house later and we'll smoke a couple of bowls. You give me a couple of cigarettes. I'm like, fine, even trade. He came over. I don't know what the fuck he put in that weed, but that shit knocked me the fuck out, dog. I mean, I literally like we smoked a bowl. I was like, I'm kind of high. Smoked another bowl. Okay, I'm pretty fucking high. He got a third one packed in. I'm like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. And then after that, dude, literally, like, within, like, a couple of seconds, it went from day to night. And then I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then I would, dude, I, and then, um, I think he told me that he fucking put coke in it. I'm just like, there's no fucking way you put coke in it. But if he did, maybe that's why I was so fucking high. God. Because I don't even know. I don't, one, I don't even know where the fuck he would have gotten it. But, I mean, at the same why time. Why is he asking you for cigarettes if he can get Coke? I don't know. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. He was always that guy that just, like, he always had shit. And I don't know how. Because the thing is, he used to always hang out with this other guy who was, who was known as a stoner at our high school. Right? I don't want to give his name away. Uh, his name away. Right? But he came from a very very like rich family mm-hmm. so that he always had weed on him right and ricky developed a habit of always hanging out with him but i remember he used to complain to me he's like dude i fucking hate that he comes to my house all the time because he literally just comes over because he knows i always have weed and he always gives me some fucking sob story why he doesn't have money and then he basically is there all fucking day and as soon as i run out of week he he, he bounces i'm like why do you deal with it and it's just like Ugh. He's like, I mean, I've tried to tell him to fuck off, but the thing is, like, he, like, I don't know, like, he just finds a fucking way to stick around. But anyways, I remember one time, it was another one of those cases. It's late as fuck. I'm actually home alone this time. Like, um, my mom was out of town, or she was, like, up in a different, uh, I think, like, my brothers had stayed the night at a, at a, a, and an uncle's house, right? I had the house to myself, um... I was going to leave the next morning because uh, um, one of my boys was going to come pick me up for band practice, you know. And um, so I'm just at home chilling. I got a knock at the door. I'm just like, oh, boy, what is it now? You know, because <laughs> sometimes if it's not guys asking if I want to smoke weed, it's some girls trying to get me to fucking hang out with them. And they're fucking ugly and I don't want to do that. But I'm, <laughs> you, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I'm, I'm, just ta- I'm just telling you, there used to be this one white girl who used to try to go by a, uh, a Hispanic last name, even though she wasn't Hispanic. Oh, my God, And she dude. used to always come to my house with another white girl who looked fucking hideous. Um, uh, she used to have, like, this really big, ugly fucking emo hair, right? Her, those two girls used to hang out. And they, I know who you're talking And one time they came knocking at my fucking door asking me if I wanted to hang out, and I wasn't wearing a shirt. Because I didn't know who the fuck was knocking at my door. I was literally coming out of the shower. I was just wearing some fucking gym shorts. If they can't handle me shirtless, they don't deserve me. No, but that's the, the thing. Like, as soon as I opened the door, they're giving me some kind of fucking weird vibe. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Like, and then I was just like, yeah, like, are you, where are you going to be later? And uh, they were like, oh, we're going to be at this house. Like, meet us up there. I'm like, all right, I'll be over there. And then I would just lock the door <laughs> and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the right thing to do if it was those people. I know that girl who who... That white girl who had that Spanish last name, or 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 pretended to have a Spanish last name, whatever. 
like she was trying to fucking like diddle me like she was yeah. trying to do something no she was yeah yeah and i was just like no i'm like that's how you get the clap <laughs> yeah god dude but anyways what one night get a knock it's fucking ricky and i'm like i don't have any cigarettes if that's what you're asking bro like i don't have anything like please leave me alone leave my family he's like alone. no 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 i don't need any cigarettes bro i just want to know uh do you mind if uh if we uh use your back porch i'm like for what and he's like, oh, it's because, like, it's perfectly, like, in between two houses, so nobody can see us back there. And I was like, well, you guys trying to smoke weed? And he's like, oh, no, we got a bunch of Freon. We're going to huff it. And he was like, do you was want to Was he with Haas? I think he was. Dude, <laughs> Haas is the only motherfucker I know that ever did that shit. <laughs> no, but he was like, hey, dude, do you mind if I use your back porch to fucking huff some Freon? I'm like, no. <laughs> Who the fuck asks somebody that? Like it's fucking like it's fucking like 10 p.m. 11 p.m. I'm ready to go to fucking bed and you just get a nog and he's like, "Hey, you mind if I huff fucking like <laughs> like air conditioning coolant like in, in what the fuck?" <laughs> it was so fucking weird. And then I was like, "No, go away." And he was like, "All right, my bad." And then he just left. I was like, "Dude, like the fuck?" It's the like, whole tr the whole trailer park was surrounded by trees. There was enough foliage to hide a fucking family of bears out there. That neighborhood was fucking weird. You know, one time, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, uh, somebody had told my mom this because it was actually happening. But some girls, I don't know who the fuck they were. I don't know if they were from our neighborhood, but there were some girls knocking door to door trying to sell pussy. They must have skipped my house. <laughs> <laughs> dang it <laughs> but i was like wait whoa, 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 what like that's a level of desperation i've never seen like fuck like, hanging out in the corner they're going like door to door like jehovah witnesses being like you want some pussy <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard the good word of our lord jesus puss <laughs> oh my god dude that neighborhood was so fucking wild just the amount of shit that we had to fucking i loved it i hated being poor but i loved living there it was definitely an experience I don't have the fondest memories. I, I didn't love it at the time. Yeah. But as an adult, I've come to appreciate it a lot. I mean, a lot of the people who, who grew up in that neighborhood went on to, like, live pretty decent lives. Some people, not so much. I know a few of them ended up getting locked up here and there, you know. Realistically, I can only really think of, like, two or three that actually got locked up. But most, mostly everybody who grew up in that neighborhood went on to leave a, live a decent life. Um, I know uh, we lost a few people, too. There, I always think back of that one young kid that used to live in our neighborhood who, um, I don't know if you remembered him. I forgot what his name was. Is it the uh, kid that got shot at the gas station? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, um, he was, like, that, that shit fucking, like. He was friends with my brother. I remember I bumped into him a few times. He was always a really nice, kind kid. He was respectful. I mean, I remember one time him and another kid got really fucking drunk and they were stumbling around the neighborhood, fucked up, holding like a bottle of vodka. That was the only time I ever saw that kid do anything bad, you know? Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I mean, it wasn't really bad. It was just like they got fucked up and everybody was like laughing at them for being way too fucked up because yeah. they're literally trying to walk like because where we lived, remember, we lived on like a steep downhill, right? Mm -hmm. They were trying to walk up that hill while falling backwards because they were so fucked up. Dude, my, one of my favorite things to do on that hill was, well, there were a few. We would... uh 
So me and L and then another guy yeah. would go to the bottom of the hill, like almost right in front of your trailer and smoke a whole blunt. And then as soon as the high hit us, we would fucking like just haul ass back up the hill <laughs> and it felt like we were flying. <laughs> And that was our favorite way to smoke for like months. We would just do that all the time. So if you ever heard a bunch of people, fucking it's like that fucking bullshit back in high school where they're like, "Dude, you want to get higher? Smoke like when you hit, smoke take a- upside down with your boy's balls in your mouth." <laughs> no, they would always say some shit like, "Dude, when you take a hit." Just hold your breath for like a minute. I'm like, no, you're just stopping the oxygen to your brain, you <laughs> That's dumbass. That's the wrong kind of high. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you know you're broke when your your only way to get high is just to stand up really quickly. Just can't get your boy to choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my plug died, dude. Just remember, come choke me. I remember one time. I remember. I remember that fucking one ugly ass white chick that used to have like the, the fucking email haircut, right? I remember one time she was yeah. like, she was at your house, right? And I had gone up there just to see what was going on. I think I was trying to get like a fucking twenty sack from your dad. <laughs> Shout out to your dad. Um, uh, <laughs> we should probably cut that. Nah, I'm just joking. Uh, I was For trying legal to, reasons, this is a joke. Uh, well, when I never gave out your full name. <laughs> My whole ass face is going to be on it. No. Well, if I'm, you run any clips. No, not a clip of this. I'll probably okay. some earlier stuff, whatever. Um, they'll only hear this if they listen to the full audio stuff, which is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. But anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're also going to put it out on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like um, I went up to your place, right? And uh, I, w- I was trying to I was trying to get a, like, I was trying to get something, you know, uh, but you weren't there. And I know I usually had to talk to you to get what I was looking for, you know? Yeah. But you weren't there, and I, but L was up there and that girl and uh uh he was like oh yeah he he's nearby he'll be back in a little bit i mean just come and chill with us i'm like all right and then i just felt awkward the whole time because the whole time i was there l was trying to convince that ugly girl to suck his dick like the whole time he was just like hey so you ever uh You ever, uh, you know, <laughs> like, like, I was like, bro, this is so awkward. Like, he just never got to the point. He was like, so, um, do you want to? How do you feel about corn on the cob? <laughs> <laughs> do you like a low taste? <laughs> what about hot dogs? <laughs> do, you, do you know what a glizzy is? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the, I felt so fucking awkward and like, I was just like, I don't want to be here. Like, eventually I was just like, I would just stare at my phone and just be like, Oh, I just got a text back. I gotta go. And then they'd just be like, you sure? Like, come on, man. We're just, I'm sure he's going to be back in a little bit. It's like, nah, I got something going on. I'd leave. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other favorite thing to do on that hill was we would take power wheels mm-hmm. and fucking tear the motors off the wheels. So that they would just spin freely mm. and then go up to the speed bump right before my trailer and just fucking haul ass and let Jesus take the wheel. 
down that hill. <laughs> Remember when people used to take like those little like kid scoot like little carts? You know, you know. Yeah, the power wheels. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm talking about like they would just ride them without the batteries down the fucking hill. That's fast what we as shit. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You, because if you don't, <laughs> the fact that I know this is so stupid, dude. <laughs> it, the uh, the motor mechanism for the wheels that actually turns them from the battery would like. It almost acted like a governor for the wheels. <laughs> so it would like... This is some real hood science right here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but if you broke them off the wheel, it would they would just spin as fast as you could make them spin. So we would tear the off of the fucking thing and then just let gravity fucking turn that hill into a roller coaster <laughs> with no tracks. Sometimes it didn't work out that well. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I remember, um, God. And my dad used to do that shit with us too. What? Ride the fucking power wheels down the hill? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> dude! Your dad was always a part of the shenanigans. Yeah. Although I remember the funniest thing about your fucking dad was anytime you'd come over and you'd like you know just when people would come over to hang out, right? Your dad would fall asleep with dip in his mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> A number of times we we were just in there chilling, fucking talking shit or whatever, just hanging out or getting so, like just getting the munchies or whatever. My dad would fucking like and then just go and then wake up. <laughs> He has swallowed dip spit while he was asleep. <laughs> it's like, uh, how the fuck do you fall asleep with a dip in your mouth, dude? That dude, like, you have to be fucking tired or so accustomed to dip, like, to where it's not giving you, like, that much of a buzz anymore to fucking pass out. Because I remember, I'm I pretty sure my dad started dipping when he was, like, nine. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. The thing was, I, I didn't really dip in high school i had dip a few times just to try it and i was just like it's not for me i don't really like the whole spitting i already spit a lot on my own yeah because i remember like that was a bad like when i would smoke a cigarette i would spit like a camel dog i'd just be there like it's because you know the saliva has yeah. that taste that lingers in your mouth and i just didn't like it and i already like like uh what's it called salivate salivate like a lot on yeah. my own so I was constantly always like, sp I would have like a fucking puddle of spit when I would be smoking <laughs> cigarettes, dog. And, um, but yeah, dip was never like my thing. The only time I ever got into dipping was whenever I would like, when I was working uh, sanitation at this poultry plant. Yeah. Uh, because we were constantly like, like spraying shit with water down like drains and shit. It would like a lot of dudes there would dip. Because, you know, you'd have a dip in your mouth, you spit on the floor, and then you hosed it down the thing. So you could get away with it for the most part. And they didn't want you to do this. But the thing was, look, the, the part of the facility that, that we worked on, we didn't work with any food. We literally, all we did was power wash stuff. So we literally, the only food that would be around us was food that was rotten that had to be thrown away. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. So, because um, I was working at the job, because uh, if, uh, uh, fun fact, me and Justin... Are currently roommates but at one point in time when we were when we were when i was fresh out of high school he you were my first roommate yeah because at the time you uh had an apartment you were looking for a roommate i hit you up and you're like yeah i got a fucking room we'll split the rent and i was like all right and we lived there for a few months before um you ended up quitting your job and i was just like oh fuck it yeah. i guess i'm gonna have to dip out i did 
Yeah. A bunch of fucking ADHD and depression-fueled shit. Yeah. And ruined a really good thing. Yeah. I remember that It'd day. Be like I that sometimes. I remember that day. I came home from fucking work, and then you were home. I was like, you didn't go to work? And he's like, dude, I'm not going to go to work anymore. I want to be a musician. I was like, God damn it. Like- I mean, I always <laughs> wanted to be a musician, but I, I don't know what the fuck I thought I was doing. But I was like, you were trying. It to- was all impulsive as fuck. Like, I was like, no, but I, I get I didn't it. You go were, to college. Yeah, but you were you were trying to pursue a dream, and nobody should like. You should never feel bad for. Yeah, trying to but pursue somebody something. should have told me how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of I get. Uh, I guess a lot of people don't realize that you could just be a musician and not go to school for it. It's not the going to school part that that was dumb. It was the, like, I thought I was having some kind of fucking Hallmark movie moment where I, like, I was, like, finally committed and everything was going to get better because I was going to go to college and not work. Yeah. That then it doesn't work like that. Yeah. At all. But I was just, like, college. Okay, I do that. No, no work. I mean, I was in the same boat a few years later because after I was, like, house hopping for a little bit, what really put me on that path at first was after my brother had passed. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm getting older. If I don't fucking try to do something, I'm just going to be in the same situation where I'm barely making money. I'm just living at people's houses. I'm always going to have to need a roommate and shit. And then uh, I was like, maybe I should go to school. So I started looking into it and I was planning on just working my ass off for like a year, a year and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. To where I had enough to basically cover like enough to cover like like half of my tuition, you know, and then uh, from there. I would continue to work just like part-time jobs just to survive and make by uh, uh, wherever the fuck it was I was playing. I don't remember what my fucking plan was. I know my buddies were trying to get me to go to the college they went to because they're like, oh, yeah, you can definitely get into this college and all this. But like it never it never manifested into anything because I eventually came to the realization that I was like, even if I go to college, unless I'm studying something I know for sure that I'm willing to do for a long period of time, I'm not going to be satisfied with that decision. Yeah. And the truth, truth be told is like, I don't regret not going. Cause I think honestly, if I had went, I would have just ended up dropping out and then yeah. I would have just felt very bad about myself for doing so. And I probably would have been in a worse place. Yeah. But also, there's also a part of me was like, man, if I go to college, I'm probably just going to do the same thing I did in high school and just just do enough and then fuck off. Yeah, just do enough, fuck off and just try to get puss like realistically, because when you're that young, that's all you give a fuck about. You just want to go because honestly, what it was, it was fucking FOMO. It was FOMO. My friends were off at college having a fucking blast and I was stuck back where I've always been. What is FOMO? A fear of missing out. Oh. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's I was uh I was just having a bad case of FOMO, dog. like uh, they were off fucking having a blast, you know, g- fucking going to parties and fucking, you know, college life, roughing it out together. Uh but also having, you know, that college fun life, but 
I wasn't because as soon as I got out of high school, I was like, I got to work because That's- I don't have a like I wasn't smart enough to get fucking like college paid for. And even if I did, I didn't even know what the fuck I wanted to do. Yeah. Cause again, I've always, I've always hated that dude. It's like trying to make a 17 year old figure out what the fuck they want to do for the rest of their lives is such a fucking like hassle. And then also at the same time, when my boys would be coming back from like, you know, like summer break and shit. Right. Or like in between like um, semesters, because sometimes it would take a semester off and then go back. And then uh, eventually they just stopped going. Yeah. All my friends who went to college didn't finish college because they were like, oh, we came to the realization that college is fucking stupid because all we did was put ourselves in debt. And there's no careers waiting for us after we're done. Yeah, because that happened to multiple people that they were friends with they were getting out of fucking college getting their you know associates bachelors whatever and whatever and then they went into fields completely that were like like they had a buddy who had gone into like like fucking engine he went to get like an engineering degree Mm -hmm. whatever and now he does construction yeah i mean that that's that's but like, but like, he makes he w- he's making really good money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's not doing like fucking like he's like you know he's like a fucking foreman. Yeah. He's not he's not fucking just like hustling out in the fucking hot sun and shit. But that, I mean, that's what I did. I went to college, and I, to be fair, like I still actively. I mean, I'm not currently playing or writing any music because it's with the amount of space I have. It is a massive pain in the ass to get set up to even play anything. But I dropped out of college and I didn't immediately get into the trades, but I'm a tradesman now and I'm making pretty good money with a lot more money on the horizon. Like I wish somebody would have just a lot of people. I wish people, I wish the people around me had known enough to give me good advice. I'll here's one fucking piece of advice i'll give anybody who's listening who's like young and trying to think of like what they want to do right now there is a shortage of trades go to trade school oh no no joe i'm an electrician yeah and um you know i I literally have been thinking like this year like i literally am planning for 2023 that like as soon as i can nail down a fucking mortgage i'm quitting my job and i'm gonna go get certified in hvac yeah i think um and 2018 uh electricians were the highest paid trade uh mm-hmm. by a lot um i think it may have moved in favor of hvac yeah um there's a lot of money in hvac because there's a shortage there's no the fucking own, people <laughs> second to electricity uh the other like thing that people view as a necessity in a household is central heating and air mm. and plumbing too yeah, plumbing's a good trick because I, I have a buddy who worked at the same company as uh, as I'm working at right now, right? And uh, he had quit because he was only working there because of uh, all the COVID stuff. He basically lost his job when COVID hit because all the work disappeared, you know. Yeah. So he went to go work where um, where I'm currently working at, right? Which is you know a CNC job, and um. He eventually quit because he was able to land another fucking plumbing job. And right now he's making fucking bank. And the thing is, what's funny is his plumbing department is just him because there's a shortage of plumbers. 
There's yeah. not enough plumbers. I mean, that's where we're at um, right now. I mean, my company, uh, I'm the only electric electrician on our side of the company. Mm. And every fucking electrical call that comes in is all me. Well, shit, teach me the trade, dog. Let me get on that money, too. I will. <laughs> we, we need another tech. Can you just, can I just make up a fucking, like, a resume? It's like, oh, yeah, I did this shit for two years with Justin. Just copy and paste my <laughs> resume, and I'll just, whenever you do your interview on the phone, I'll just feed you information. Dude, I would feel so Or we sh- can do, like, the Patrick and SpongeBob in the driving test episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put a mic in your sombrero. No, we'll look up one of those fucking. <laughs> we'll, we'll look up one of those voice generated AI. Take samples of my voice, and then you speak for me <laughs> yeah, through the okay. phone. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> That's such a fucked up thing to do, dude. If a year from now people find out I'm an electrician, they're gonna <laughs> be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Yo, that's uh, fucked." Uh, uh, God. Uh, uh, it's funny. I uh, I had the same conversation with my buddy who's a plumber. I was just like, "Bro, just tell them I know what I'm doing, and then just fucking we'll figure it out on the way." I can hold a plunger, like, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, he's like. <laughs> That's such a bad idea, but it, I'm almost <laughs> tempted to try yeah. just so I have a buddy to work with. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I could I in all real in all uh rea- and to be a hundred percent, I don't think I could do that. I would be so scared to get caught, yeah. like not knowing what the fuck I'm doing, that I would just be like, oh, because another jigs thing, up. another thing about uh, like trades that uh you don't really think about is uh at least the way that uh my company operates so we don't i was in new construction Mm -hmm. uh working on houses that had already been paid for and that were actively being built but now i just do service work so we get calls for people that have problems in a home that they've been living in and i have to deal directly with them Mm -hmm. and uh you know i can come talk about the problem, figure the problem out, but then there's more to it. Like, you know, educating them and stuff. So like they ask a lot of questions and even as much as I know about the trade, sometimes they'll ask me a question where I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to call my boss. (laughs) So that would be me to the fucking T dog. Every few minutes. Like, so (laughs) Hey, quick question. What is, where does the water come from? Hold on. <laughs> Let me Google it. <laughs> I can get a call from me. Hey, uh, dude, real, qu- uh, real quick. Um, what's electricity? <laughs> <laughs> Why's the wire so spicy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, You'll fucking walk yourself into a corner if you don't know what you're talking about. They were asking why their uh, power keeps going out. I asked them, uh, have they checked the battery? <laughs> Ask them if they turned it off and turned it back on again. Well, anytime my car wouldn't start, it was just the battery. Like, you just replace it. Like, just replace the battery, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, 
But no, I feel like one of the things I relate the most with you is just that I like we have a similar background. We both grew up pretty dirt fucking poor. Yeah. And even though we're like reaching into our thirties, you know, uh, we've, mean, we've dragged ourselves out of that fucking situation. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I just feel a sense of camaraderie because you understand that struggle well. Oh yeah. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people sometimes have the perspective of like, Oh, this person might not know that struggle just because he may seem like he doesn't know, you know? No, I, I know it. Just for context, I mean, like, we grew up in a trailer park. There was legitimately, well, one of the, like, fondest memories that I have of, like, growing up there, my dad came home one day with a pallet of ramen. Like, <laughs> not a box, not a case. He came home with a fucking pallet. <laughs> what the fuck? Of ramen that he bought off of some guy at work for like 40 bucks. And no shit, I got so fucking good at making ramen. <laughs> like, tastes good. All the fucking bells and whistles making that shit fucking awesome. Have you seen because that? Because we lived off of that pallet of ramen almost mm -hmm. exclusively for like two years. Damn. Dude, have you ever seen that fucking video? My Was heart it? is probably in shambles <laughs> from eating so much ramen. That amount of sodium is probably really devastating. Yeah. I mean, that probably would explain why you went from six-pack to, like, no six-pack. Like, <laughs> I still have a six-pack whenever I fucking... It depends. My weight fluctuates because I, my medicine. Yeah, well, I mean, and fucking... I remember in high school, you were fucking jacked. Like, because when you were playing, like, soccer and shit, I remember you were fucking pretty athletic. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember That's, you, I'm, I'm you coasting to, off of that right now. I probably have the guts of a fucking fifty-five-year-old alcoholic. Dude, I fucking hate that. I hate when um, you you like you have that mentality of like, like for me, I, I get that mentality from weightlifting because I know at one point I could lift some fucking weight like yeah. nothing, and I still feel like I'm that strong until I actually attempt and then you it. Go and touch then it, and you're like. Oh God! Who like, the I'm, fuck was picking this weight up? Before? Like, how the fuck did I go from like curling fifties to like fucking curling fifteens and being like, Ugh. like yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my arm hurts. I hurt myself trying to work out like I did when I was in like high school. Yeah, as an adult, like I legitimately, I was, I went way too fucking hard on upper body one day, and my arms swelled. Yeah, like they were probably three inches in diameter bigger than they were. Well, just from like to lactic acid. Yeah, like yeah. just the excessive tearing and everything. Got that fucking. Pump, I got stuck bro. in fucking T Rex mode, dude. Like <laughs> if I like if I stretched my arms out, I could feel all the muscles re tearing mm -hmm. because they were so fucked up. That, I feel like that's just gonna be a thing for most people who like try to get back into shape. Is just you, you the, the lesson that, is don't. <laughs> Yes, you all people always think, yeah, I used to like, like if you were, if you were able to run a mile under like fucking four minutes when you were 18, probably now, unless you've been active this whole time, you're not yeah. going to be that good. Yeah. The only thing that I have like in adulthood that's carried me for like it's having a big uh, dick. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I know a few women that can confirm that that is not true. 
I'm not going to give you their names, though, because I don't feel like crying today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to my baby mama. (laughs) No, don't. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I used to always think it was funny. Where anytime I would like meet up uh, with you when you were with your daughter um, and uh, your baby mama, and I would go up to your baby mama and be like, how's my daughter doing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She asks about you every day. (laughs) You just look at me like, you fucker. Like, you motherfucker. (laughs) No, she looks way too fucking much like me for me to ever make that case. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as I saw that baby, I was like, yeah, that's your baby. Fucking yeah. white, curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> Fits the description. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, I forgot, too. It must not have been important. Yeah, I don't know. We're about two hours in. We've been fucking talking a lot of crazy shit. But yeah, I guess it's like the sum it up, at least this, at least this episode... Um, like growing up the way that we did, I don't necessarily view as a bad thing. Yes, we had our hardships and we had our struggles and we probably ended up like mentally where we're at, you know, having to need like help and focus on our health and shit like this, um, to, um, I guess, uh, to feel normal, you know, yeah. but I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. Cause it really did teach us to appreciate the little things. Yeah. And I've always seen that not just in myself, but also in you, like it's good to just find value in the little things, you know, the, just being able to get by having people that you love around you and then just being able to enjoy life to the extent that you can. Cause like, yeah, it, it is good to have money in your pocket, but the thing is that doesn't always like equal to happiness because you could make a lot of money but if you don't have like people around you to fucking be your support system it really doesn't like yeah doesn't really matter i mean i will say that uh i do think i have to disagree a little bit i guess because for me personally every single fucking problem that i have could 100 percent be solved with more money yeah um but that's a whole ass other fucking conversation. Well, hit the like fields, this. you bitch. <laughs> Go pick that fruit. No. <laughs> I'm too white for that mm. shit. Go work with my uncles <laughs> out there picking oranges and shit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, those fucking videos where, like, it's like, you need a job right now? He's like... You want to get paid $5 an hour working in them fields? He's like, hell no. Dude, let me go spend a year with your uncles. I'm going to come back and be like, ¿Dónde están las viejas, güey? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the TikToks of that little kid? No. no. God, there's a, Myra showed him to me. There's a, this little kid that's like hanging out in the gas station and he always comes in and the cashier guy's always like talking shit to this little kid. And he walks up to the little kid and he's like, Donde están las viejas? And he's like, en mi troca, way. And he's literally like six years old with fucking no front teeth. Like, they fell out. It's so funny, man. Have you ever seen that fucking, um, uh, it's like a high school kid. He's like a fat white kid, right? And he's talking in an Italian accent, but they keep asking him, like, what's the quote of the day, right? And he always says something fucking obscure, 
uh, in like an Italian accent. Like the one that blew up was like, he's like, what's the quote of the day? And he goes, motherfuckers want to beat the shit, but they haven't even fought it yet. My, co- <laughs> my coworker <laughs> will not stop saying that to me every day, dude. Malone. And he if walks away. If it's fucking quiet for more than five minutes, he'll he'll fucking say that shit to me. I'm like, God damn it. That's like the best fucking quote. Yeah. That's the quote of the year. <laughs> so dumb dude that's a really funny quote though yeah oh my god but yeah like i said in the beginning of this podcast your experience was always interesting to me because like for me it like my experience was unique in its own way too because i kind of uh i i kind of was outside of the community a little bit because i was a little bit different you know yeah Mainly because I just had different interests, and it 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 kind of sucked growing yeah, up in did. that. I mean, it, it makes every bit of sense that you would not have been like a participant in most of what was happening in the in that community. Yeah, um, mainly because I just you know I liked what I liked. I and people made fun of me for liking what I liked. You know, like I, I was a bigger dude. I had long hair at one point. I used to only listen to metal music, and then. I hung up with a bunch of white kids that fucking loved the same stuff I did. You know, they loved, they loved fucking, you know, playing obscure Japanese video games and fucking playing metal music and then fucking going to shows and doing all that shit, you know? And there's a few people who fucked with it in the neighborhood and there's other people that made fun of me for it because they're, you know, uh, there was always this fucking narrative of like, oh, you're a disgrace to the fucking, like, culture for not being a part of it. But I'm like, no, my culture is, like, American Chicano culture, which is basically American culture mixed with Mexican culture, you know? And the thing is, I don't think I'm a disgrace to anything because I feel that if I own what I like, I mean, that just shows more about my character than yours, you know? Yeah, and I don't even think, like... (sighs) It's hard for me to really speak on it because I'm a white as a black man. I, <laughs> <laughs> as a white American, I don't really have a you know, I don't really have the the any kind of like background, yeah, culture wise. But like from an outside perspective, I don't understand. Like Mexican culture is not just listening to fucking like rancheras and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's there's a huge community of like rock and roll and punk yeah, music and metal fucking music. Mana is one of the best. I fucking love Mana, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but there's a lot of Mexican metal bands too that people yeah. fucking forget. Like the fucking God, there was one that I used to listen. Los Angeles del Infierno. There's fucking um, I'm uh, never uh, gonna remember the name. Trans metal, like they're a fucking metal band. Mago de Oz, that's another popular one too. Mm-hmm. There's tons of Mexican metal and rock bands that are fucking you know heavy as shit. You, but the thing is, realistically, I know where that mentality came from and it's basically like they didn't want to see like their culture be overshadowed by american culture it's a pride thing it's It's not so much it's it doesn't i guess my point was like you it liking things outside of your culture is not disrespectful to your culture Mm -hmm. it doesn't that, that in no way signifies that you lack appreciation for your own culture yeah 
So it, it's it's really stupid, mm-hmm. in my opinion, to 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 see somebody like a Mexican person going to a metal concert or even a country concert. I, I hate country, but like to go to a country concert. No, I like, hate pop fucking, country, folk country, stadium country, or what is it called? The fucking Garth Brooks. Yeah. Where's the bodies, G? <laughs> where's the body? Where's the bodies, Garth? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, that was an interesting conversation. It was a little bit all over the fucking place, but nonetheless, a that's, lot of bit all over the place. That's the night funk, y'all. We talk about everything on this bitch, and I hope y'all guys enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the night funk. Again, uh, give us a follow on Instagram at the night Funk podcast. You can follow me, follow me on my personal account at handful of Pedro. Uh, that's handful with two L's cause one L was taken. Um, <laughs> was it really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck the other one is. Can fuck that guy. I'm pretty sure that account doesn't exist anymore because I, I, if I, if I type that in, it doesn't show up. So maybe mm. I can correct it to what it's supposed to be spelled, but whatever it's too late. Also, I could have just been a dumbass and just put another L in there for, you know, being really bad at spelling. But anyways, thank you again for listening. Remember, new episodes every Friday. Um, You know where to find us. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and also uh, Google Podcasts. Um, We just recently updated the link tree. So if you go to our Instagram and hit our link tree link, we now have links for our TikTok account. We have a YouTube account as well. And um, we also have a Discord open for everybody who wants to join that. We have a little section in the Discord where you can type in um, what is keeping you up at night. Hopefully we can start using that in future episodes. And then we have other things in the work as well. So keep a look for us out. Uh, keep out. Keep a lookout for us out there. For any new content, um, we have uh, we're going to be posting clips more often. Hopefully, we can fix the quality a little bit, but because uh, we're using um, pretty, we're just using the equipment that we currently have. But we're hoping to get some upgrades soon. But uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, yeah, you want to do any shout outs or anything? You want to plug your your fucking accounts or anything? Nothing. You got nothing to plug. Don't find me. <laughs> all right well again thanks again for listening and uh we'll catch you guys uh next time